I'm Catherine Smart. And I'm Rochelle Bingham. And this is Reality Mums, your go-to podcast for reality TV, pop culture, mum life, and all things in between. We are back for another very special episode of Reality Mums. Hello, Rochelle. How are you? Hey, good. Thank you. How are you? I'm good. And hello, James Devlin, returning. We haven't spoken to you for a while. How are you? Hey, I'm really good. How it's so so lovely to be back with you girls. It really is. And um, I've got to ask you, how's the bump? How's the bump coming along? How's the oh my god? I'm not a bump person, really. It's <laughs> baby Andy James. <laughs> <laughs> baby Andy James. We'll have to do like a paternity test. Who's the father after that? After that launch that we went to. So much scandal. I was technically pregnant while I was drinking those cocktails with Andy's face on them. Like, had no idea. But I can promise you, yeah, I didn't know. (laughs) Yeah, but that was like six months ago now that we were up in Sydney where we got to meet Andy Cohen and we were there to celebrate the launch of Loud and Proud, which you are one of the cast members of. So, yeah, time has flown. That's crazy. That is literally literally flown over that's been so quick and a lot has happened a lot has happened this week but a lot has generally <laughs> happened the last six months I'm sorry I, I I'm not going to jump straight into it but just it were only on Friday like the week's nearly gone but how crazy has this week been I know Very crazy. it's been insane what is his Instagram anymore I don't know because I'm a threader now like full-time threader <laughs> Like it, it was just a lot. Like it just kept on coming. All these, you know, we had the Kyle thing, and then thread thread came about, and it's just like it's just not stopped this week. It's just been yeah, it's been a whirlwind. It's been great. It's good. It has, and I mean that's really the precursor for why we wanted to have you on so desperately this week because we know you are all over what has been the biggest news since Scandal, really, God. isn't it? Michelle? <laughs> yes, and it's refreshing for something new. Yeah, I'm done with Scandal, so I'm ready for something new. Agree. Yeah, and, and wow, and this is like this is this is epic. Like, I, like probably like you were probably the same as me. It all started to leak out all this Kyle, um, Amritio stuff. I think it was on Tuesday evening, and I started to see little snippets of it on social media. I didn't take no interest in it whatsoever. I wasn't like really switched on to what was going on. And then when I woke up on Wednesday morning and I actually focused in what was going on, I was like holy shit this is this is this is a lot this is crazy like not only is there marriage on the rocks which is like you know for me Kyle Richards was one is one of my favorite housewives she reminds me so much of one of my aunties um and you know it it was like it's like hearing one of your family members are going through a divorce I was like oh my god that hit me hard but then the revelations had started to come out about her and Megan I was like oh my god and you know probably like me you girls went down that rabbit hole and mm. you went you know look at all the all, all the stuff that was coming out and I was like this could could be true I'm not saying it is we don't know but this actually could be true and yet it's been a real a real mind bender and then you know just as we were all getting our heads around that Threads came about. I feel like Threads has been launched as a sway away from this whole Kyle thing. It's like, okay, you're not going to focus on that too much anymore. We're going to give you this, you know, this social media app, and you can run with that. And it's fun. <laughs> I'm enjoying Threads. I feel like it's like 
a wet day timetable and the teachers left the room and I'm excited and overwhelmed <laughs> and confused, but I know I'm enjoying it. Yes. I love it. It's like old people Twitter. I feel comfortable there. It's it's enough yeah. like Instagram, but not too much like TikTok and yeah. not as hateful and angry as Twitter yet. So it kind of fits, I think. And also not as boomer as Facebook, which is like oh. on a whole new level. So exactly. it's cute. Look, for me, it's not overly sexual like Twitter. Is. I don't know whether you get this, but as a gay guy on Twitter, I've literally seen everybody's hole and pole. Like literally everyone is just literally flaunting their wares on Twitter for everyone to see and everyone to subscribe to on OnlyFans. And it's like, I just want to break. It's just an onslaught. It's like a sausage party as soon as I go on there. They're like, they're coming at you from all directions. You're like, no more sausage. But it's like... Everywhere. No No more sausage. It's like, so... To, to now for these to launch this, you know, for, for really paying homage to what Twitter was originally set up for was to have a conversation, to, you know, to, to meet new people, to, you know, relate to things that are going on, have a conversation and talk about stuff is great. If we can keep the smut <laughs> off, off thread, it will be amazing. I think it'll be such a, you know, a good sort of, a, a, a good, a, a, another good social social media tool that we could be using. Yeah, yeah. I wonder how long they can keep it off for. And I notice when you, you know, how you do the anonymous questions sometimes mm-hmm. on your Instagram. Like mm-hmm. I have never, I find it so it's so different for me when I see what people ask you as a gay mm-hmm. male. No one has mm-hmm. ever asked me my sexual positions and. and I'm like, oh, I get it. Strange. These questions that you get, like how people yeah. are. Just comfortable asking you that like, uh, I I, yeah I, yeah it's crazy I've had it all and like you only see a percentage of so I think about 20% of them questions I put out are the clean call people people want to know the answers to the real me questions 80% of you know how big's your sausage what do you like to do in the bedroom what's your favorite position you know have you have, have you ever made a poor now have you got an OnlyFans send me a pick and it's like oh get a room like seriously but it's good to know that you know if my <laughs> if, if I don't carry on down the route that I'm meant to be doing in TV that I can always fall back on OnlyFans and I've got a good fan base out there waiting for it already <laughs> they're ready they're ready, they're ready. I don't have that fan base clearly no one's asking <laughs> we're talking wet weather timetables over here yeah. <laughs> parachute tracksuits no one wants my content so, yeah, and the Kyle stuff. So back to the Kyle stuff. Do you think it's all a cover up? Like, are they actually apart, and they maybe want to come out as being like they're actually broken up, but they want to do it on their own terms? Or what's your thoughts on it all? Look, I I can speak about being in an environment. I had a gay father, um, and my my dad was gay and lived his life with my mum, and we they had children, and it was a loving family. And my dad, you know, raised us all. And at that time, he never came out as being gay, and it was only later on in his life when my dad's mum, when my dad's mum passed away, my grandmother, that he, I think, he sort of came out, and he came out to the, the whole family. My dad was in his fifties when he came out to everyone, you know, and it was it was hard hitting. Um, but my my dad stayed in the family home for the best part of a year and then moved on with his life. Am I saying that this is what's going on with Carl Richards? I don't know and I don't want to make assumptions. However, if 
if she is doing that, then that's quite a normal thing from what I went through to be doing. If if you, even even if she wasn't, you know, leaving Maurizio for another woman, even if she was just divorcing him or leaving him just straight down the line, there was nobody else involved. I feel like staying within the marital home and looking after your children is probably one of the best things you can do in the interim before you can then decide where you're going to go. Rather than making that clean cut, I'm leaving, we're, we're separating. Mm-hmm. Um, but so, you know, it, there's two things at play there. And, you know, there's a lot of people that's jumped onto the back of this, you know, Megan Wade situation and being like, oh my God, you know, Carl Richards, she's been having a lesbian affair. To me, it doesn't really bother who who she's been dating or who she's been seeing this the sex of them. To me, it's you know if that marriage has came to an end, you know, and they're in the public eye. And it's so hard to do. They need to be just left alone to deal with that. But however, however, I feel this has come out too soon, and this is going to be one of the main storylines in the new season of Beverly Hills. And I feel like it's all came out a little bit too soon, or we've been fed a little bit of it to drum up the hysteria for it to get for us to watch it for it to get the ratings. And I feel, you know, we're dealing with reality TV um at the end of the day. What's real, what's not real, what are we being told, what aren't we being told? Um I just feel like we've been spoon fed a little bit of information in time for the new season starts. So everyone tunes in and everyone's gonna to want to know the truth. And is the storyline going to be the main storyline? I guarantee you it is. It probably is going to be the main storyline. They're just keeping the lid on it for now because you want people to tune in and watch the show. The timing is very interesting. And it's mm-hmm. already been confirmed, Megan is in this season. She's part of it. She's Shut part up. of Kyle's life. And oh my God. obviously very integrated into the family. The other day there was a live and Kathy was on it. And she was mm-hmm. offering dental services or something. She offered them to Kyle and Megan. It was like... Seen it. <laughs> so... <laughs> And I, I see that, and it's at the very end of that, did you hear? She went, oh, we have a little secret. And Carl and Me- Me- Megan was sort of, yeah. Megan was like giving the death stare, and Carl was like, oh, now they want to know the secret. You've told them we have a secret. So, yeah, yeah, it, 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 there's something going on. There's, there's something going on that has to be. And that statement was a lot of information and not a lot of information at the same time. It's like, okay, you're not getting a divorce, but you're not denying any of this is happening. It was such a mm-hmm. grey statement. It was a poetry statement. Yeah. Yeah. Very, very much so. It feels like that hasn't been written by here. It's been written by other people for them to put out yeah. in the anticipation that this might have came out prior to the show. So yeah. maybe they're not getting a divorce right now. Maybe they will be doing it in the future. Maybe they're saving this for the show. Who knows? But, you know, you're right. There was no confirming or denying the Megan rumours. Yeah. There was nothing. There was, it was just, you know, we're not getting a divorce. We're happy we're together. And then they posted the picture on their Instagram. Did you notice? Of them yeah. together. And it yeah. was like, oh, okay. Is this collateral damage? Is this planned? And, you know, it's, it's media at the end of the day. It's social media, reality TV. They play the game as much as everyone else does. But they keep everyone guessing. Yeah. yeah. It's a business. So... Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, this was a franchise that was on the chopping block. Like it was, yeah. people were calling for it to be paused. Interesting mm-hmm. time. Or recast. Yeah. And with Kyle Richards being, you know, the the OG, the original, still there, the matriarch, the head. To me, she's still, the, you know, the head yep. of the, the, the housewives of Beverly Hills. What best way to keep the momentum going and for her not to be recast? 
by throwing a huge, ginormous spanner in the works like this. Not only is she going to get divorced from her husband, but she's a lesbian. And that is huge. That is like, you know, that will carry on for seasons, this whole this whole storyline, if it's true. And there was Vanderpump rules where everyone was watching and looking for those Easter eggs throughout the season, mm-hmm. like what's happening and overanalyzing, and that's what everyone's going to be doing with Beverly Hills. Of course, yeah. There's going to be, you know, stories and everyone's going to be looking into her tattoos and the rings. Yeah. It'll be the lightning bolt all over again. So yeah, I just definitely need to for sure. clarify, for sure. we've been calling her Megan. It's Morgan. Morgan Wade. Oh, my God. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I just realised I'm like... Yeah, no, I'm pretty sure we're talking about Morgan Wade. So it's Morgan Wade. She's a country singer. So I've just been, if, you, if you're watching this, my eyes have been darting off. I've got my phone over here. I'm doing my little pro- producing on the sideline. <laughs> Morgan so, Wade. You're going to have to, you're going to have to say Morgan a couple of times and you're going to have to dub it over every time you yeah. say Megan. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> A little bit of AI over the top every time we say the word. <laughs> Look, we're, we're covering so many shows, so many scandals. There's so much going on. The fact that we know these people by their first names at all is, I think, a miracle. So I think we're doing pretty well. Yeah. For sure, definitely. All right. So next, um, James, I don't know if you're into it as much as I am, but and just like that. Okay. So I started to watch it. What I didn't like about it was that Samantha wasn't in it. Hundred percent. Um, I was like, okay, I can't watch this because the main character that I used to love so much from Sex and the City is not in this. But the yeah. fact that she's coming back, I'm like, yes, yeah. I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to start watching it again. But with me, see, with me, I'm really weird. I don't watch something when the hype's going on about something, and I don't watch something when everybody else is watching it. I let everyone else watch it. And then I watch it. And then you come in later. <laughs> then I come in later. Everyone else pull yeah. into pieces. <laughs> I did the same. I've done the same. I've told you I was late. I was late to the table with all the Housewives franchises. Um, I did the same with White Lotus. Everyone, I, I, everyone watches something and then is hysterical about how amazing it is. And I'm like, I'm going to make up my own assumption and I'm going to watch it after everybody else yeah. does. And, and yeah, that's what I do. I binge watch it all. I just watch it. Well, we're all over it. I'm all over it the day that it comes out. So we had episode four last night that was on, which was called Alive! That's the name of it. I'm halfway through listening to a podcast by the writers that talk about the show. Um, Look, I mean, there were dick pics. Oh, my God, there were too many dick pics last night. There was... I'm a real prude with this stuff. I'm so team Carrie. I'm very much like her. I feel the need to leave the room when topics get to a certain point. Like it was a lot, but the one of the main criticisms of season one was that there wasn't enough sex and it was too sad. I feel like we've moved to a point now where there's too much sex. I'm sick of seeing Miranda have her lesbian sex. We get it. You're a lesbian. Um, I'm just, it's a bit much for me. It's a little bit much. There wasn't quite enough passion last night and that's what gives me life. Yeah. What do you oh my god! Do you know what you sound? You you sound like you sound exactly like I do when I log into Twitter. There's too yeah. many dick pics. There's too much sex. <laughs> <laughs> so, last um, night's episode, um, Murphy Brown was in it. Do you remember Murphy Brown? Yeah, I used to love Murphy Brown. It was the best Didn't show. Old man. Um, also, Kerry was wearing a pirate hat for some sort of scene. I was like, what's happening? Why is she wearing a pirate hat? Also, Miranda 
was trying a threesome. Yeah. Now I've never experienced that, but it was like watching someone skipping rope. Like she was trying to get in and it was giving me anxiety. I was like, just get somewhere. Get yeah, I went to fast forward because I found it so <laughs> horrifying to watch. Rope. She was trying to get into the rope and there was two ropes and it was too much. Um, but <laughs> yeah, I was like, That's you need so to and jump in there. But um, I I don't love it. I, I do miss some yeah. Is she is she is she is she came back yet? No. Is Samantha came back yet, or is she is she due to? And she's on the phone oh. because she's not on speaking terms with Sarah Jessica Parker. So they had to fake all of her scenes, and she's she came back on the provision that she, um, Pat Fields, who was the original costume designer from the original series, she had to dress her, and she had to have her same hair and makeup team. Like they were the conditions of coming back and then no contact with the cast. And then I think she's leaked it, that she's in it, and they wanted that to be like a big surprise. That was meant to be a really big moment that she actually was on screen. So I don't think everyone's too happy with her about that. But we're not going to see her come back. There's a new character, Seema, and Seema I think is fantastic. I think she holds her own. She's not the same as Samantha, but she's a really strong character. She wasn't in it enough last night. And one of the new characters, Naya, that they've been spending all this time building up just wasn't even in last night's episode. It's like they've got too many characters that they're trying to push Mm -hmm. into like this one-hour show. Remember Sex and City used to be 20 minutes? Like it was quick. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was quick. Yeah. And she was writing yeah, yeah, her yeah. column. They've lost that. They're, they're dragging it out to almost an hour and it's kind of like, oh, just show me what you're wearing. That's, that's all I care about now. <laughs> just show me what you're wearing. Let, let, show me what you're wearing. Show me some interior of a nice restaurant and somebody show, me, somebody show me a dick pic. That's all I want. <laughs> that's all I'm after. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, Kardashians was also on last night. James, do you watch it? Do you know what? I don't like the Kardashians. Oh, damn it. I thought you'd be on my side. <laughs> don't like the Kardashians at all. Like, right, you can leave. <laughs> <laughs> I hate oh, I hate just, just, it just, do you know what? Coming from reality TV and coming from produced TV shows, you know that there's some that, that some some way they are produced and the storyline is led in a certain way to get it to you know to to get the stories. I just can't watch it because maybe because I come from reality TV and I know how things are made and produced. I just find it too overly produced. I find everything fabricated. I find mm. everything a lie. I can't. The my thing about reality TV is I have to make a connection with the people that I'm watching on some level, or I have to see some similarities between them and people I know. With the Cardassians, they're just so I just I, I just don't get them. I I you know, good on them. They're so successful, they've made loads of money. I get that, you know, and the you know, they've got loads of followers on Instagram, but I just don't get it. And that's me personally. I've tried, I've tried, I've tried a few times, but yeah, I just can't get into it. I just can't get into it at all. I'm the same. I don't find them relatable. The argument that's going on at the moment was who's working with D and G and who owns 90s fashion and I'm like this is not a relatable argument um Chris Kardashian goes and gets this whole body scan to check if she could have any brain aneurysms or cancer and this and that I'm like there's people in the world that can't even access any sort of healthcare when they are sick and she's going to make sure I'm like this bitch is going to live forever 
and we are going to be stuck with her because she is just going to have robot parts or something. And I'm like, she doesn't deserve them. And they keep saying, like, Kim's a warrior and she's just such a hero. And I was like, you're not curing cancer. You're not helping anyone in any way, shape or form. How are you a warrior? The whole thing, I'm finding them less and less relatable as their seasons go on and the richer that they get and I feel like they don't need that platform anymore and they need to let it go. It needs to be given to somebody else. There's so many, you know, great, you know, people out there that they can follow the stories of, the rise of, you know, they, they need to, you know, I think I think where it's gone right now is because it became so successful, but they've got nothing really relatable to talk about anymore. Where If you take it back to the beginning when they were, you know, younger and they didn't have all the plastic surgery and they didn't have all these big brand deals, you know, even back then they were a bit unrelated. They were even they were unrelatable. But now I can't. Yeah, I can't imagine anyone sitting there watching the Kardashians and go, "Me too, Kim. Me too." Yeah, I, I totally get you. I, I know exactly where you're coming from. <laughs> yeah. Look, I'm not going to say anything in their defense. I agree with everything you're saying. Do I still enjoy watching the episodes? Yes. I mean, this morning I wake up, James, to a text message from Rochelle before 7 a.m. I just hate watched the Kardashians. <laughs> I, I, I get it. I get that I'm not on the popular team with uh, all the cool kids, but I loved seeing the Malibu house. I did. I know she's going to turn it into a concrete jungle, but I kind of like that look. Um it's not warm. It's not cute. She just, she basically, do you remember like in the olden days, like when we were at our beach house and families would come down and they'd get rid of the grass and put concrete and paint it green? Kim's basically just doing that, but she's doing it to these mansions and she's just making them so cold and sterile and it's like it's not a house. It just looks like a beauty like studio or something or a like a office. It's not cute. Not your vibe. Is it Rochelle? It's just not. <laughs> Michelle, it's a no. It's it's a hard no from Michelle. There. <laughs> I I didn't mind the Chris party. I thought the Chris party was fun, where they were all dressed up. I didn't like that it was just back and forth. And but I mean, they took the piss out of themselves quite a bit. The way that they were picking on Chris, doing her little speeches. So someone would do a speech for Chris, and then she'd do a speech for them. And it was just kind of like. Ugh. And they did take the piss out of themselves a little bit there. Chloe was some good light entertainment. I noticed that Kendall wasn't dressed up. Kathy Hilton was there and wasn't dressed up. Um, I was just looking for those sorts of things and they made me go, oh, that's interesting, but it's not groundbreaking TV. I mean, it's not as exciting as like Below Deck, for example, which, which we get really excited about. <laughs> you know what I mean? We look forward to it every week. We don't really look forward to Kardashians anymore, do we? No. And you I, know what I you're going to get? You just know what you're going to get with the Kardashians, I should imagine. They've, yeah. they've, 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 they've been on the TV for that long. They've had so many seasons. They've had so much scandal. They've had so many marriages. They've had so many pregnancies. What, what is left for them? Do you know, well, it's the wrong platform for them, isn't it? Because they're so public and we know everything. There's no surprises. And exactly I think what, what, they're trying to be relatable. So Kim had this whole thing last night about how she just wants to be with her kids and she's a mum of four, and I was like, a mum of four, single mum, with four nannies who flies interstate constant, like, or overseas constantly, who's got a chef. It's not relatable on any level. Like mm-hmm. you see all the housewives and stuff, but they show like they've got nannies and stuff, and you do see, but they're not actually trying to be relatable. Kim's sort of saying <clears throat> it's so hard 
And I was like, it is hard, but it's not a genuine single mother. Mm. And that's where it's mm-hmm. not coming across yeah. well. No. Anyway, uh, I mentioned Below Deck, so we might as well talk about Below Deck because, oh, my God, we've got the premiere coming up on the 17th of July mm-hmm. on Hey You of Below Deck Down Under. Now, I was just doing a little bit of research before. They're going to be releasing two episodes a week, which oh, is wow, so okay. good because you get yes. to really continue the drama and build with the characters. We know we've got Captain James coming back. We've got Aisha mm-hmm. as Chief Stew again, I I suspect. Um, and the three of us were catching up in Sydney for the yes. that Hey You is throwing, which I'm so excited for. This is going to be epic. So it's on the it's on the luxury yacht Ghost Two, which is just stunning. So I work on the yachts. That's what I do normally through the summer. I work on the luxury yachts as a bartender. Um, so there's some beautiful yachts in, in the harbour. One of them is Ghost Two, and we're lucky enough to be going on this. And not only that is the cast of Below Deck are going to be on there as well, Below Deck Down Under, which is just awesome. Look, I only, I only watched um, Below Deck Down Under about a month ago and completed it, and I really enjoyed it. I really did. But for me, and I hope they they, they inject the new season with this, is it lacked, it, it didn't, it, it lacked, it, it lacked drama for me. There was, there's normally a lot more drama that goes on, and I love the captain i love captain james don't get me wrong i think he's a big cutie however i wanted to be a bit more stern out i wanted to be a bit more stricter i don't want to be everybody's friend and i'm going to tell him this when i see him I'm like you need to stop being people's friends because you're a bit stricter <laughs> and that's what i love about below deck yeah have you worked on that um boat that yacht those two no so i normally work on a boat called mischief which is one of the biggest jets in the marina and um, so in the harbor sorry yeah and it's it's do you know what? Working on super yachts and seeing what you see on below deck, I always get asked, oh my God, is it similar to that? Yeah, it is. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It is. Yeah. So, you know, there's a lot of stuff that goes on on super yachts. They're all in a confined space. They're, they're away for weeks at a time. You know, they, they make friends, they form relationships, they fall out with people. They, you know, it, it would be quite a frustrating environment to live in. Every year I get asked whether I stay on and do a season at, in the Mediterranean or go up the, up the coast of Australia. And I'm like, absolutely not with me. I get off the boat. So I go on the boat when they have charters and I do the cocktail bartendering when I do the stewing. But that's only when it's in the harbour, on a charter in the harbour. Um, and I can be on there between four to eight hours. And the beauty of me is that I can get off that boat. If I had to stay on a yacht for any length of time, with the same six people, including guests that come on that are so demanding, I guarantee you, I would be done for murder. <laughs> yes. Swimming, swimming to shore. Either I will be swimming to shore, or somebody else will because I've thrown them overboard. Now, I, it, you know, you've got to be that type of person. You can see it, and that you know when you watch the show. I love it when you get like the newbies on that have never really properly worked on a yacht before and they're all full of vigor and they're all, yeah, 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 they think it's a holiday. And then they get on there and they realize it's not a holiday and they have to work. And, you know, it's, yeah, it's, it's great TV. The thing I'm gutted about is though, Jamie's not back, the bosun. I love Jamie. Yeah, yeah. he was hot. <laughs> I've been rewatching yeah, yeah. this week. <laughs> he, was, he was good. So, but, yeah. So like- we, 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 we we talk quite a bit. I am. Um, we, we, we were talking the other day, and I'm like, "Oh, it's such a shame, you know, you're not in season two. 
you know, we're going to the premieres. He's, he's in America at the moment. He's like, yeah, you know, hopefully, fingers crossed, season three. So, yeah, okay, okay. cool. Mm-hmm. I wonder why he wasn't part of this season. I, he didn't say they didn't want to ask. You know, sometimes yeah. they just sometimes sometimes they mix it up. Sometimes they just choose different people to mix up the drama, so to speak. Or you know, watching watching Below Deck Down Under is the majority of the crew were were really nice. We're super helpful. We're super constructive in regards to helping people. You know, um, sort of you know get better at what they were doing in their job. The drama tended to come from the younger cast and the sort of chef, which it always tends to do. Yeah. But I feel like I feel like the crew on Below Deck Down Under just lacked the stillness of other crew, and like which sort of then you know get gets a bit more drama in my eyes that's what i i, I thought mm. well we'll look forward to season two the, the trailer looks awesome and i can't wait mm-hmm. to catch up in sydney what are you wearing what are you going to be watching your yachting attire well we're going well i well, i think we're, we're sort of working our outfits out together but we're sort of going nautical color naughty call can you t- can you t- get yeah, naughty uh, can you tell me I've never been on a super yacht. Do I have to take my shoes off? You do, yeah. So you'll have to take your shoes off. They'll either give you slippers or you'll have to wear socks or you'd have to get a little pedicure done. Um, so, yeah, unfortunately, because of the teak on the boat, which is the yep. wood, yeah, yeah, they don't they don't allow, especially when it's a charter for loads of guests, they, they don't allow you to have your, your, your external shoes on the boat because you'll damage you the wood. Well, then maybe I won't be wearing my Chanel clogs anymore, Rochelle. <laughs> I was already aware to go in my outfit. Like, damn it. Look, you can wear you you can wear them. You can get some pictures in front of the boat while it's probably on the key side. Yeah. But once you get on the boat, they they will ask you to remove your shoes. Or sometimes they do it on the on on the on the on the deck on the shore. So you have to take them off and sort of they give you slippers or socks. Good to know. That's good. Oh, mm-hmm. See, there we go. It was worth having yeah. you on. <laughs> I didn't know. So you that. Go just so get a better gear. Are you going to be getting dressed on the aeroplane again? No, need to wear our outfits. I think. <laughs> Last time was hard, like being in sequins and stuff. We had to go get changed, but this time it'll be. Um, I'm just wearing what I'm wearing. Although I feel like I might look like a flight attendant. <laughs> Red, white, and blue. I'm like people in Virgin will be like, "Can you give me a drink?" And I don't work here. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. If you see me, I'll be the one that looks like I've escaped from the Virgin flight crew. <laughs> yeah. But, yeah, it's um, going to be so much fun. Hopefully, hopefully the weather will be nice as well. Yeah. Yeah. Is it going to be cold? Like, is it get? Does it get quite cold? Um, which is in the afternoon, isn't it? Is it from like two o'clock onwards, if I can remember? So yeah, it's really if we if we go out to, if we if it takes out into the harbour and we go up into the heads, um, which is like the opening of the harbour, it can get a bit windy and choppy out there. Um, but they'll normally have like blankets and stuff for us. Bring a coat. Um. Half the yachts inside, half the yachts outside. But the beauty of when you're on a yacht in the harbour is you want to be outside for the majority of it to see the scenery. So yeah. bring a coat or bring a throw or something that you can put over yourself when you go outside. Because once you start picking up the knots outside, it will start to get a bit cooler. I'm so glad we had you on. Listen to me. Giving you fashion advice, I love it. Top, <laughs> top yachting tips, but they'll normally have they don't have like blankets or pashminas and stuff for people in there. So. Oh. Um, now, OC, I haven't, like, I've watched it. Are you watching it at all? Are you, are you, did you watch it at all, Catherine or James? No. I so, I, again, it's something else that I haven't watched. Look, I've got about six different franchises on the, on, on, a, on the go at the moment. I'm like, <laughs> and Thread, 
and threads and Instagram. I'm like, when am I getting time for anything else? And people are like, you need to watch this, you need to watch that. Look, I, sorry to talk not OC, but I just literally, I completely stopped watching the Real Housewives of New York. And I thought, I have to go back and revisit this because they're recasting it, aren't they? It's going to be a brand new cast when it comes back. So I need to just watch the last, because, you know, I love Bethany, and, you know, I love Luan and people. And I started to watch it, and I feel like I've watched it, like, a season or two after I stopped watching it, because I started to watch it from season 11, and I was like, holy hell, Luan, it's the one where Luan's gone off the rails. She's, like, been arrested. She's in <laughs> rehab. She's like, I'm like, what has happened to Luan? Like, Bethany's boyfriend's just dropped dead in his apartment. It's like, <laughs> what? What? It's like... <laughs> but I'm glad I skipped two seasons to get where I am now because I think the reason why I switched off from watching it was because it just became very, you know, boring and the same arguments. And I'm glad I had that break. And sometimes it's good, you know, sometimes you can binge watch season after season after season of Housewives. But sometimes it's great just to take that break and then go back and maybe revisit it because it can get a bit samey. And it did that with me as well with the Cheshire Housewives, which is my favourite franchise, which I'm loving still again watching at the moment. But yeah... New York, I came back and I watched it and it was like season 11 and I was like, Luan, what has happened to you? Like, seriously? <laughs> like... <laughs> All in progress. Like, but yeah, the OC is on my list. It's, it, it, yeah, it's on my list. You, look, you can take it off your list. It's boring. I watched it last night <laughs> while I was following the country and I was so bored. I just, I have no interest in what they're doing and what they're fighting about. And I really don't even want to watch it anymore. Like, <laughs> that's where I'm okay. at. Rochelle, are you enjoying it? Are you hating it? No. I, the best part about last night's episode was the people that they were glamping and there was these girls helping, like staff that were there helping cook and they're all arguing. And the girl's like, oh, my God, I wish I had a wine. Like these staff, because they were like, we can't deal with these people. They're like, are, we, are they going to eat? Yeah. And they were just, they were the most relatable people on yeah. the show. But I do, I think it's time for that break. Like yeah. this, James. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. yeah, sometimes you to break the franchise. Yeah, yeah. So I am, I am, I'm waiting in anticipation for the next Salt Lake to come out. Like yeah, I can't wait for really... the next Salt Lake. Yeah, do you not like the Salt Lake? Uh I, I struggled with the last season. The whole Heather Black Eye thing was frustrating. I think is the best word for that. This is why I want to go back to because yeah. it's going to be the aftermath of the whole Jen Shaw, the whole yeah. Black Eye situation. Mm-hmm. Still to this day, do we know who gave her that black eye? No. She's I think just it was dragged out. Crazy. Jen yeah, Jen. I, I, yeah I, do you think? But she's, look, if Jen Shaw gave her that black eye, I don't think she'd still be fighting a corner up until since and, and then after. Have you watched the girls trip, the Thailand one, where they're all in Thailand? Yeah. Yeah. Um, where, she's, where she's still there fighting the corner of Jen, even after she's been put away for 14 years like I will always have a back and it's like if she give her the black eye I don't think she'd be having a back you know there's one thing supporting somebody mm. and they're you know in, in relation to you know a friend and if they've done wrong and being able to forgive them but if somebody's physically attacked you and give you a black eye amongst all that I don't think you'd be very forgiven in that I don't we'll I have know, to wait and see when it comes out yeah yeah have to see. and on that note we're done We've covered <laughs> all our stuff. Oh my god. Um, James, we have to meet up more often like this. This yeah. is good. <laughs> really good. 
Yeah, it's been awesome yeah. having you on. Um, I just love to on the fat with you girls. I love it. Yeah, well, <laughs> next, next week, the week after? The week yeah, after, the week yeah. After. Give you a big yeah. hug in our big jackets with our pedicured feet. <laughs> it's going to be wonderful. Thank you, everyone. Um, thank you, everybody, for listening. Don't forget to rate us on the podcast apps. We're available everywhere. We're on threads. Find us on threads. Um, and we will have you back on again soon, James. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for having me. I'll see you next week. Thank Bye. you. Bye. Bye. Reality Mums acknowledges the traditional owners of lands and waters that this podcast is recorded on.